When we're talking about God and the devil, so many people say it's a battle of good versus evil, but that would make the devil equal with God, and yet nothing could be further from the truth. People always ask, why does God even allow the devil to exist? Why doesn't he just put an end to all evil? He will. There is a time coming, a consummation of all things, where the reign of sinners and evil will be put off this earth forever. The PSYOP behind the projection pushing America into fragmentation is deliberate and financially backed by billionaires and managed by our own intelligence agencies. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money and then you can start to buy people. Let me tell you, it's not the who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wall. So it's, it's and who's that? Like, the hedge funds, the banks. These guys are thing was an op, Mr. Durham. This wasn't like a bumbling, fumbling FBI that like couldn't get FISA straight. They ran an op. So who put Mifsud in play? You don't know, do you? I do not know that. I can't Wait, give it the For answer. years, you had years to find out the answer to what Mr. Jordan said was the seminal question, and you don't have it. The media fuels the projection. If you are watching Fox News, I've said this before, if you're watching Fox News or following some uh, right-wing you know, radio host uh, or getting Facebook feeds within that bubble, your reality is different than if you read the New York Times or watch... Uh, your program, not just um, during election time, but just this constant demonization of the other side, making people fearful of each other. You're not helping me. You are scaring my kids. You're making them feel like they don't deserve to be here and that they don't deserve to live. This is on your hands. Democrats practically legislate that projection. Racism is a national security threat. Racism is a national security threat. Racism is a national security threat. Institutional racism does exist, and until we accept that, we will not finish our job. We will not elect a chief bigot of the United States of America. Our system is such uh, that it then allows Americans, people, to act in instances in a racist manner. I remember after 9-11 when we all worked together to ensure the protection of the American people through the Patriot Act and dealing with the FISA courts. We work together because truth is important. But Sheila Jackson would like to go a lot further than that. Lee has just introduced a bill called the Leading Against White Supremacy Act of 2023. Now, it's not an exaggeration to say this single bill would do more to criminalize speech previously constitutionally guaranteed speech than any other piece of legislation that has been proposed in the entire history of this country. That's not an overstatement at all, and to prove it, we're going to read directly from the bill. Here it is, quote, A conspiracy to engage in white supremacy-inspired hate crime shall be determined to exist between two or more persons, at least one of whom published material advancing white supremacy, white supremacist ideology, antagonism based on, quote, replacement theory, or hate speech that vilifies or is otherwise directed against any non-white person or group, end quote. Now, nowhere in the legislation is the term white supremacy or white supremacist ideology ever defined. Of course, it's never defined. It's left open. It's subjective. 
anything can be white supremacy. But he has been able to reach the, the minority of voters in California who embrace his, his white supremacist worldview. It, it actually goes beyond white people. If you have the wrong ideology, then you're automatically a white supremacist. While a spoiled American generation of digital zombies consume that projection, leading to a host of actions resulting in the downfall of the only civilization they have ever known. What causes a man to shoot a six-year-old girl and her father in the back over a basketball rolling into his yard? Kid, he walked to his yard and he said he was going to kill the kid. Six-year-old Kinsley White, her mother and father, were shot on Tuesday after children from the neighborhood walked into this man's yard to retrieve a basketball. Is it merely psychosis brought on by generational systematic oppression, as we would all be led to believe by the O'Biden administration? And finally, we're confronting the stains of what remains a deep stain on the soul of the nation, hate and white supremacy. You know, there's a tough through line of subjugation of enslaved people from our earliest days to the reigns of radicalized terror, the KKK, to Dr. King being assassinated, and the violent, deadly insurrection on the Capitol nine months ago. It was about white supremacy in my Or was repeat violent offender, 24-year-old Robert Singletary, who has since been arrested, an unwitting disciple of the Marxist propaganda agenda projected into the minds of his generation. So do you think that the UK is too white or not? Yeah, no, it's, I definitely, I'd have to say it's too white. You, you want to have a gonna, conversation we'll and present your information? Because I'm not going to give a platform to you f***ing not die, you f***ing rednecks. Why don't you quit being such a waste of oxygen? Why don't you present yeah. you, you want to have a conversation we'll and present no, your information? Because I'm not going to give a platform to you Nazis, why don't you go home? You can't explain your position. Losers. This new generation of anger based on pseudo beliefs has been constructed by the very rot within the American government that JFK was unable to obliterate. What may seem to be instances of random violence based on psychological profiling gradually accumulates into fifth generation warfare. Quote, voice of God weapon has already been created. The LRAD system, which is used to cast strong signals and crowd dispersion, can also be used to send messages along distances. All of audio as we know it is an attempt to be more and more perfectly linear. Linearity means higher quality sound. Hypersonic sound is exactly the opposite. It's 100% based on nonlinearity. An effect happens in the air it's a corrupting effect of, of the sound, the ultrasound in this case, that's emitted. But it's so predictable that you can produce very precise audio out of that effect. Now, warfare described in the year 2000 declassified U.S. Navy's PSYOP operations in the 21st century manual, which utilized a Cynet database to communicate with the hidden PSYOP community to intensely target sections of the American population until what appears as rebellion against the system is actually the system rebelling against itself. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Until, in the words of Sun Tzu, one need not destroy one's enemy, one need only destroy his willingness to engage. 
God is all-powerful, almighty, omnipresent, and omnipotent. And he created all things, including the archangel that we now call Satan. From the very beginning, Satan has tried to convince people that he's just as powerful as God because remember, he wanted to be like the Most High. But just like the girls that were born girls, no matter how many chemicals or operations they have to try and change that reality, they will never be boys and vice versa. The devil is the father of all lies, and that is the only so-called weapon that he can use on the ignorant to try and convince them that he's equal with God. But that would be as foolish as an ant looking up at me and saying that he's equal with me when I could crush him any time I thought to do it. In fact, God is more powerful and more almighty than our minds can even comprehend. We can't get it. And every man and woman who have ever been born on this earth and lived a life, one day will give an account for what they've done in their body while they've been here. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each may be repaid for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Now the Spirit explicitly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons through the hypocrisy of liars whose consciences are seared. Jesus said, for in the last days there will be false prophets. False prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Last month, Yuval Noah Harari, deemed the false prophet of the World Economic Forum, predicted that artificial intelligence would be capable of writing a new Bible, not before smearing the Christian Bible as an outdated book with no divine origin. You know, the printing press, radio, television, they broadcast, they spread the ideas created by the human brain, by the human mind. They cannot create a new idea. You know, Gutenberg printed the Bible, in the middle of the 15th century. The, the, the printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? Um, AI can create new ideas, can even write a new Bible. He goes on to say that these new ideas within the AI Bible would be more correct than any other religious text because they're derived from a superintelligence, a non-human entity. Because he denies the existence or inspiration of God, he says it's simply a dream to imagine God's divine inspiration behind the Holy Bible. You know, throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity. Every religion claims our book, all the other books of the other religions, they humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 no. It came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct, that just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. That could be a reality in a few years. Harari says that artificial intelligence can make decisions all by itself. The first technology that can do this. Implying that this AI Bible would be written by free will, rather than be dictated by the design of its programming. He sees AI as above human beings. And again, since Harari is an atheist, he places the AI technology above all human intelligence, elevating it to the status of a god in his eyes. It's the first technology ever that can make decisions by itself. 
I hear a lot of people saying, oh, all these worries about AI, every time there is a new technology, people worry about it, and afterward it's okay. Like when people invented writing and printing presses and airplanes, they were so worried, and in the end it was okay, AI will be the same. It's not the same. No previous technology in history could make decisions. You know, even an atom bomb actually empowered humans because an atom bomb can destroy a city, it cannot decide which city to bomb. You always need a human to make the decision. AI is the first technology that can make decisions by itself, even about us. Next, Yuval Noah Harari mischaracterizes what Christians have believed throughout time in order to illustrate why an AI metaverse would be just like heaven. Here he claims that ancient Christians believed their carnal bodies, their physical bodies, were held in highest regard. And you have this discussion for, you know, for, for thousands of years about what humans really are. Are they a, 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 an immaterial soul or an immaterial mind? Or are they embodied beings, embodied entities? And um, this was a major philosophical topic that you see, say, in ancient Christianity, this discussion that Jesus and the first Christians, influenced by Jewish traditions, they believed very firmly that humans are bodies, which is why Christ rises in the body. He's resurrected in the body. However, Romans 8 clearly reveals the doctrinal position that ancient Christians believed, as well as modern-day Christians. Quotes, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So then they that are in the flesh, the body, cannot please God. Harari then claims that Christ's heavenly kingdom is of the earth, boldly saying that Christ told his followers of a future physical kingdom. And when Christ initially talks about the kingdom of heaven, he means the kingdom of heaven on earth. He tells his followers that there'll be this perfect kingdom here on earth, you know, with trees and stones and people. Again, Christ's own words in the Holy Scripture says otherwise. Like in John 18, 36, My kingdom is not of this world. Or Luke 17, 20, God's kingdom is coming, but not in a way that you'll be able to see with your eyes, because God's kingdom is within you. Then, without citing Scripture yet again, he states that Christians changed their views to believe that their soul goes to heaven while their carnal body perishes. And he attributes this change in view to Plato. Over time, under the influence especially of Platonic philosophy, Christianity drifted away from this view of humans as embodied and placed greater and greater emphasis on the immaterial soul or mind. It imagined that the body is, is dirty, the body is animalistic, the body, there is something wrong with it. And uh, when you die, you are not coming back in the body, your soul is liberated from the material body, and it goes not to a kingdom on, on earth, but to heaven, which is a completely immaterial realm. So the Christian fantasy became to completely disconnect from the body. And this remained a fantasy for thousands of years. Although the Bible in the Old Testament teaches that a human soul is a physical body which God breathes life into, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So the soul of a man is the physical body and God's spirit together, not the mind versus body contrast that Harari references from Greek philosophy. Finally, Harari is almost trying to appeal to Christians, suggesting that an AI virtual 
world is essentially like heaven. And he says they should abandon their fantasy rooted in the Holy Bible in exchange for an artificial virtual simulation, which he argues would deliver the same result as God could in heaven. Now, with the technology of the 21st century, a lot of very ancient philosophical and theological debates are becoming practical. So, going with your example, let's say we, you have some teenager or some person, whatever age, yeah. sitting at home, never leaving home, in front of a screen, maybe with some 3D uh, glasses or something, they live their lives online. In a way, they are realizing the platonic ideal of disconnecting the soul or mind from the body. So, what do we see there? Is it a um, human being trapped within a room, losing connection to the real world? Or is it a human being liberated from the restrictions of the biological body with all its messiness and, and, and dirt and whatever, and liberating their spirit to wander around the immaterial heavenly realm of cyberspace. In conclusion, not only is Yuval Noah Harari a false prophet who claims an AI god will write a new, better Bible, but he also misrepresents and misquotes words and teachings from the true savior of the world, and what his followers believe. For false Christs and false prophets shall arise, and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. When I listen to Yuval Noah Harari, I know that I'm listening to a true false teacher and false prophet. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy and said, guard what has been entrusted to you, avoiding irreverent and empty speech and contradictions from what is falsely called knowledge. This man is very obvious of being a false prophet. There's nothing hidden about his worldly, ungodly and false teachings. He worships the God of this world, Satan, and he's being used to help bring in the new world order system. And those who fall for his lies will be lost. He's like his father, Satan, twisting the word of God into something it does not mean. Just like he did when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. Jesus was led up in, by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. So here's the scene. Jesus has been in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, and he's hungry. He's fasted all this time. And you'll notice something that Satan does that he always does. He did with Eve in the Garden of Eden, too. His tactics rarely change. He appeals to our flesh. He always tries to get you to satisfy your flesh, your body, above all else. The devil wants you to give in to your flesh and all the lust of your flesh because that's completely opposite of living in the Spirit of God. And this is what Yuval Harari did in his lecture of lies. Then the tempter approached him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man must not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus' response to Satan was to speak the word and reveal that what God says is more important than satisfying your flesh and its nature. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he will give his angels orders concerning you and they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. 
Another typical subtle lie of the enemy is to take the Word of God out of context and to pervert the meaning that it was written. Throw yourself off a building and you'll survive because God's Word says that angels will support you. We live in a body, but we're not to exalt this shell that our spirit and soul live in. We are a spirit first and then a soul and a body in that order. The way God wants us to live and the way Satan wants us to live are like day and night indifference. Jesus told him, it is also written, don't test the Lord your God. Once again, Jesus puts the word in the right context and in the true meaning. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. Once again, appealing to the lust of his flesh, the lust of his eyes, and the pride of life. Appealing to Jesus as if he was only a man and not God in flesh. It didn't work. Then Jesus told him, go away, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him and angels came and began to minister to him. What we heard from Yuval Noah Harari speaking was exactly what Satan wanted him to say about the Bible, about the truth, about the gospel, and about Jesus, the son of the living God. It was all a lie based on no truth, no facts, but he tried to convince you that his lies were truth instead of what they really are. The apostle John made it very clear. He said, dear friends, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. In other words, everyone who says that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of the living God is speaking the truth. But every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You are from God, little children, and you have conquered them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, what they say is from the world and the world listens to them. So the people who listen to Yuval Noah Harari and Klaus Schwab and all of the other liars in the government and in this world system prove that they're believing the spirit of Antichrist because they are not born again and they have no discernment to be able to see that these are liars and that they're being lied to. John said, we are from God. Anyone who knows God listens to us. Anyone who is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of deception. Think about it.